It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. On Wednesday, up-to-date broadcast is from Record Bar on Grand Avenue ahead of the Chiefs' championship parade in downtown Kansas City. During the show, we heard from local officials and everyday Kansas Cityans who were just trying to enjoy an exciting day in our town. At the end of the Chiefs' rally at Union Station, a mass shooting occurred, resulting in one death and 23 injuries. It completely changed how we will forever view what was supposed to be an incredible day. We weighed whether we should post this show in light of the events that transpired that afternoon, but we ultimately decided to show the joy of the early hours of that day. Let's listen. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Prasky. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas joins us now to talk about all the preparations that have gone into making this a day to remember in Kansas City. We'll ask him about yesterday's announcement that the Royals intend to build a downtown baseball stadium just a block over from where we're sitting this here this morning at the Record Bar at 15th and Grand. Again, we're coming to you live this morning. In about two hours, this parade will be making its way right past the front windows of this establishment, and we appreciate the hospitality that the Record Bar is showing us. Mayor Quentin Lucas is with me now. He's waving to lots of Chiefs fans who are walking by, and Mayor Appreciate you being with us as always. It is great to be with you on this absolutely gorgeous day absolutely here in gorgeous. Kansas City. They're stacked four or five deep in front right. of us waiting for this parade to come by. The uh, T-Mobile Center is just a block away here. It's a great place to be and watch this thing unfold. Well, you know what? It has been just a, a masterful set of preparations from the Sports Commission, Kansas City's Public Works Department, Fire, Police, so many others. And the fans are filling in just exceptionally well, particularly seeing a lot of young people today. Young people, young girls, Travis and Taylor, kind of have a, <laughs> a, a neat Valentine's Day story going. But all in all, a great day for Kansas. Well, you mentioned the magic uh, name here, uh, huh. Taylor Swift. Do you expect her to show up in this parade well, today, Mayor? Well, Do you as, know anything? As a matter of fact, I know Up to Date often breaks international <laughs> news. Oh, yeah, I, but I believe do. stemming from an interview of you all's mm-hmm. yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. we have ended up with quotes of the New York Post and the Seattle Times. That's right. You know, I, I tend to not talk about her whereabouts. What I'm getting from most indications is she may not be attending. That being said, She's absolutely welcome here if she were so inclined. And I talked to the chief of police. She says we are safe. We are ready for anyone, whether it be Taylor Swift, the Dalai Lama, Terry Bradshaw, anybody under the sun. (laughs) So if she shows up, you're okay with that? I'm 100% okay with it. The Kansas City Police Department's okay with it. We welcome it. In fact, we love having people here in town. So we encourage her, if not making it to this parade, perhaps the one we have next year. Well, you were in Vegas for the Super Bowl. What was that experience like for you? Oh, my gosh. As the mayor of our city. And, you know, I'll enough i've been blessed to attend several of them now but there was something unique about this one one you're playing at the raiders home field which for a sports fan a chiefs fan itself is kind of exciting i think the other part though was just the way it finished that overtime finish when you talk about the emotions of football right the first three quarters you're kind of like are they even going to show up today right and instead it transitions to this just 
thrilling, exceptional moment where we win in overtime. You, you had this confidence in the fourth quarter that putting the ball in the hands of Patrick Mahomes would make a difference, and boy, did we get to see it this time. You know, you watched the first half, and I just had the impression the 49ers were bringing everything they could to win this game, and I thought to myself at that point, if the Chiefs pull this out, they deserve every oh, good thing gosh. that could ever come to them. Well, you know, that's exactly right. I mean, it was it was a great matchup uh, by San Francisco, by the way. They played exceptionally well. If you couldn't tell on television, they had more fans. I would say it was almost a two-to-one San Francisco advantage. Wow. And, you know, the Chiefs were, were looking out of their element in the early part. So it was one of those games where you feel like you're praying late in the game, just saying, please, God, is there some way we can get another? It all worked out, and we get to celebrate the fruit of it here today. Does the mayor of Kansas City get to go down to the field after you know, the, after I, the final gun I is do. sounded? And I do. What's that and, like? Oh, my God. You talk about being a kid from Kansas City and having the chance to go down to the field. I mean, I, I just bumped into Carl Peterson, the former GM sure. of the Kansas City Chiefs, sure. for much of my childhood. And, you know, those were, those were good teams. He really brought the brand back. But we were talking about this amazing change. And so when you talk about being on the field, and the funny thing is I got there faster than most of the press. So, you know, it's almost like you're the dog who catches up to the car, and you're like, oh, that's Andy Reid and, and Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift and Pat Mahomes, and you're just standing there. Got a few hugs from folks like Andy Reid. I was, I was flattered by that. Otherwise, it's largely soaking in the moment. Wow. The last time you were on, you pointed out that you had not yet met Taylor Swift. <laughs> Has that changed? No, I did not take the opportunity to do so. I, I welcome her. I love her as part of Kansas City. I also want to give her her personal space. She was there for Travis. I was just a guy randomly as close as Steve and I are sitting right now was me and Taylor Swift. Wow. And I didn't want to be that person tapping on a shoulder mm-hmm. or something. She's got a lot of muscle around her, so you wouldn't yeah, otherwise. Yeah, I get that. But uh, I just said, you know, we're in close space. I'll admit I took one picture uh, because, you know, I think my wife thought it was pretty cool afterwards. <laughs> well, back to today. Again, people are just milling around. They're, yeah. they're stacked three or four deep here in front of us. Um, any issues so far with security that you're Not aware of? Not there? at all. You know, yeah. I, I had the chance to start my day at the command center. Uh, for the parade, we have a very good one, Kansas City Police and Fire Departments. They have had eyes up in the sky for what seems like a day at least now. Mm-hmm. We have no concerns, no no announced concerns, and I think we have more than enough on the security side of things. So very excited about all that. How many people do you ultimately expect to make their way down here today? Well, you know, uh, when I was growing up, the weatherman on Channel 4, Dan Henry, would talk about a Chamber of Commerce day in town. <laughs> and I feel like we certainly have a Chamber of Commerce February day in mm-hmm. kansas city so i would think the turnout is is very strong the only thing that can knock it back a bit is that we've had a lot of these lately but you know what if you're just sitting around and wondering uh what it's all about you can't really pick a better chiefs parade yeah. day ever than to do it you know mayor what's your latest thinking as to what type of impact this team has had on this city and its reputation the city's mm-hmm. reputation across the country because i'm starting to think it's been rather profound you know what it is profound and i know there's a lot of debate and and we may take we'll talk baseball later about what is the true impact of professional sports. Is it the sort of thing that we should invest in, particularly with public dollars? I will say this about the Chiefs and about Kansas City. Having the ability to say the words Kansas City on interviews. I've been on television in New Zealand, 
and Norway, wow. of course, here around our own country. Right. It, it is giving us that sort of brand thing. And for those who remember when the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, was spending a decent amount of time talking about brands or lack thereof, he, he pegged the whole state of Kansas to not having one. You know, this gives us a chance to really cement a Kansas City brand. Hmm. And for me, it isn't just football. It is this major cosmopolitan city. It's people who are coming downtown, seeing what it's all about. It's a it's a global pop icon right. who wants to spend time here. It's players, frankly, who don't run off to Malibu after the season's over but want to spend time with us. And so it gives me a chance to sell Kansas City business, commerce, and culture all around the world. I don't think there's anything that matches. Well, as you know, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are already talking about running it back again yeah. next year, doing a three-peat. It's hard to doubt him at this point, Mayor. Uh, you know, it really is. I yeah. mean, I and I never want to get too too big on things, have too much bravado. We are fundamentally humble Midwesterners, but look, if you look at the ingredients for this team, the strength of the defense this year, I think you could see us running it back. But another thing that's great for Brand Kansas City, Lord knows every other opposing team is going to give us their best. We're going to be on national TV a lot, a lot of shots downtown. That's going to be great for Kansas City. Let me bring uh, talk a little bit about some news here today. As you know, right across the street from us, uh, the Royals have proposed this new downtown ballpark at the site of the Star Printing Press building. It would take out all the buildings we're looking at across the street here from the record bar where we're coming to you live here this morning. I'm wondering what your reaction is to this plan the Royals announced just yesterday. You know, there are a few different thoughts that I have, some positive, some negative. And in a general sense, I think my view is that two-thirds of everything that they have proposed is great. Mm -hmm. I, I, I frankly think that we could see some improvement from Grand over to Oak, which is the Star Printing Press, and then a few other establishments, including the infamous Totally Nude. I think, however, there are some other things that need to be worked on. I, from the city's behalf, have already said that, you know, Oak to Locust, I don't quite see the need for that, that full amount of, of mm -hmm. land clearance. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of good going concerns, businesses that are over there. The Royals have a plan for a new office building, a few other things. I'm not right. sure when you have downtown right here why you would actually need your office space, say, for example, on that side. So, look, I am a huge booster of baseball. I'm a huge booster of downtown baseball. Mm -hmm. I think there are the way, some ways to get this project done that may differ a bit from what the Royals said before. But, you know, hopefully it's a conversation that we have over time ahead. I've had the impression, though, you wanted this location early on a number of weeks ago. You were sort of rooting for this location for this new stadium. Well, I think it is fair to say that there is a strong nexus in many ways to the 670 bridge cap, which we are just feet from. Right. That is the, the urban park over I-670 to the Kansas City streetcar line, which is just going to be two blocks in the other direction, and frankly, even to interstates and highways. I think this works. You have the parking with T-Mobile Center, the Power and Light District. There is a nexus. I do, however, agree with many from the Crossroads area. We need to make sure that the structure aligns with the Crossroads. And I really think as we talk Oak to Locust, how do we make sure that we are not seeing huge business disruption? And there would be a huge benefit to the city if this uh, is built here because it's so close to the Power and Light District, right, which would take... Oh potentially a big financial load off the well, city. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, and, and I won't uh, I won't sugarcoat it or, or try to walk around the issue. Kansas City has a substantial obligation on the Power and Light District debt. Uh, we've had that since the mid-2000s. That's roughly now about $13 million a year. Having more activation downtown, even if it's not even the best Royal season, you're drawing 15,000 people a game, still there's 15,000 more people for 81 nights in downtown Kansas City. Other residents want to know about parking, Mayor. Right? That's a big concern for a lot of people. The Royals are saying it's no more than a 10-minute walk for anybody parking around here. What do you say to that? Well, you know, take a look at, at what we're seeing now, right? We find a way. You have 
thousands of people, probably already hundreds of thousands of people here in downtown Kansas City right now. I think the Big 12 tournament has worked out very well for a number of years having these full events. And, you know, I've seen this posted somewhere else. A lot of people think about parking by how, how full the church is on Easter Sunday. And, yes, if we have 35,000 people a night and all of that, I think downtown can handle it. But the more regular 20,000 a night, we already do that regularly with every show at T-Mobile Center. Now, just a final point, Mayor. There are still some outstanding questions here, still a lot of unanswered oh, questions. Yeah. We need to see a lease. We need to see a community benefits agreement. We haven't seen that yet. We have not. We have not seen that. I think we need to. Uh, we do need to see the parking plan and the transportation plan. I believe you can figure out a way to get downtown and around downtown. But I think all those things need to be shared. I wish the Royals would have announced the stadium selection months ago. Yeah. I think it could get us further on in that conversation. That said, those of us who care, I think, have a lot of questions we're going to ask and, and hopefully have answered over the weeks ahead. Well, that's Kansas City Mayor Clinton Lucas. Mayor, always appreciate you taking some time. He's wearing his bright red Kansas City jacket here today. It doesn't say Chiefs. It says KC on the front. Lots of people waving to the mayor as they walk by. Always appreciate your time, Mayor. Thank you so much. Enjoy the parade. Again, we are coming to you live here from the site of this parade here at about 15th and Grand, uh, just catty corner here from the T-Mobile Center. So much excitement, so much energy here as people make their way up and down the street hoping to get a good position to see their star heroes and their players as they walk uh, walk by and drive by just a couple hours from now. I'm now joined by uh, Tara Bennett and Cynthia Clark. They're from the Northland, and they are KCUR fans, and they are Kansas City fans as as well too and uh and that's tara and this is cynthia here right thanks for coming on how excited are you about today here tara i am so excited to be here it's a gorgeous day it's the a Chiefs, gorgeous day yeah back to back three-peat next year we're sitting here the sun is shining in our faces you can feel the heat off the sun it's going to be a nice day to be down here absolutely we're finally warming up Cynthia, how about you? How excited are you to be here? Oh, I'm very excited. Um, this is a dream come true. I had family fly in from Florida to come no to the parade, too. Just to the parade? Just Well, they, they came for the game, and then they stayed for the parade. Yeah. Uh, but they're flying back out. They get to go back to the warm weather. So, But I was telling them, this is balmy for us. This is balmy. And you know, we're sitting here. This is the second year in a row we've done this. We might be back here next year. Is the excitement level just as high today as it was a year ago? I think it's even higher. There's more people yeah. here because we're not freezing to death. That's right. And That's right. yeah, everybody, it's, this is a dynasty. It's no longer just a, a, a one-time thing. So yes, every I think it's it's higher. People are excited. There's It's packed down here. And there's half a chance, some chance, we might see Taylor Swift today driving by on some kind of vehicle, right? And I think the crowd will go absolutely bonkers oh, if that happens. Oh, I think happens. so too. You think she's going to be here? I don't think so. I don't think the timing works. Yeah. Well, the, the paper had a story today, the Star did, saying she's got time to fly to Australia to pick up her tour, even if she shows up here today. I got here too early to read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Cynthia, how important for you would it be to see Taylor Swift show up here today? I have been a huge Swifty since her first song. No kidding. So I, I don't even know what I... I wasn't expecting her to be here because of the Australia tour and everything. But if she's here, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> Do you think there's some percentage of people here in Kansas City along this parade route who are here expecting, hoping to see Taylor Swift show up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in all of her, you know, in all of our chat rooms and on TikTok and Facebook and everything. Everybody thinks she's going to be here 
and people are driving in from everywhere to see if they can get a glimpse of her. Yeah. But, you know, I love Taylor Swift, and I love my girl, but I'm here for the Chiefs today. There you go. Did you have any doubts at any point in the game on Sunday, maybe even in that first half, if the Chiefs were actually going to pull this one out? You know, never count this out. So I honestly didn't expect – I expected us to come with it and come – have it come out in our favor. Um, I was a little nervous, just <laughs> honestly, because it was supposed to be such a nice day today. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, maybe we're not going to, because <laughs> it would just be too perfect because the right. weather is so beautiful. But, you know, I never lose faith in our guys, and we always, we, we, we got this. Tra- uh, Travis Kelsey says this team has the formula for how to win these games, and it's hard to doubt him at this point. It, it really is. And, you know, you just – you watch them every week and you watch them at training camp and you watch, you know, their practices and you listen to the podcasts and you watch the shows and it's, you know, sometimes they have a hard time, yeah. but we always come out on top. Yeah. Always. No, so did you have any doubts Tara, on Sundays you were watching this game deep down in that first half, maybe deep down. My heart rate was going that entire game. Second half. It was, incredible but I, I didn't I wasn't confident but I was really optimistic and hopeful and boy we were all just cheering and shouting and the whole party uh, went absolutely bonkers when that last play happened it was such an incredible experience to watch that game so where are you guys going to watch this parade here today we are right here. Oh, you're in, right here. Yeah, we yeah. are right here in front of Record Bar, and um, we're super excited to uh, to see all of our guys come down and hopefully get some high fives. Did you have any trouble getting down here this morning? No, we got here pretty early. We parked over 13th and Baltimore or, uh, Broadway and walked over. Easy peasy. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. Well, that's Tara Bennett, Cynthia Clark, both from the Northland, both here to watch this big parade here today unfold in just about an hour and 45 minutes or so. Thank you both for taking some time. Really good to have you here. Thank you. You bet. Again, if you're just joining us this morning, we're coming to you live from 15th and Grand, the site of the record bar. We're just Katie Corner here from the T-Mobile Center. So much excitement building. Uh, Everyone eager to see the players come down in their big buses. And in just a couple of hours here, people really uh, excited about what's unfolding here today. Second year in a row, we've had this parade. A lot of folks thinking we're going to do it again one more year from now. Well, Kansas City, Missouri Police Department spokesman Captain Jake Bakina is now joining us to fill us in on how to stay safe while celebrating the Chiefs' big win at today's Super Bowl victory parade. Captain, always good to have you here. This is quite a scene, isn't it? It sure is. Um, I remember we were right here uh, about this time last year, and it feels like there's a lot more people. I was going to say, it was so cold while buses going by, but it's students. It's not Chiefs players, I don't think. I'm, I don't think it's anyone from the Chiefs on that bus there. But you're not even wearing a jacket, Jake. You're just here in your uh, your uniform, and that's all you need. Yeah, and it uh, feels great. The sun's com- coming up now, and it, it feels great uh, to be out here and have a nice warm day. And I think a lot of people are going to be thinking the same. And uh, we're, we're seeming to... Uh, to think that there's probably going to be a, quite a bit more people than last year. Well, I was going to say, are we going to top a million people this year, Jake? What yeah, are you expecting here, Captain? I would bet it's probably going to get close. Yeah, Really? It seems that way. Uh, a million people. I know. It's hard to think about. Uh, it's hard to imagine, but uh, but we're definitely thinking that. Um, it's, uh, it could definitely get to that many. You know, as a longtime law enforcement guy, does the idea of a million people in 
one concentrated area of a city make you nervous? Uh, you know, we, we always remain vigilant to things. That was part of the Chiefs' message this morning to, uh, to the groups as they were starting out uh, is have fun, engage with the, with the crowd, with the community. But, you know, remember why we're here. Uh, remain vigilant. If something looks, um, looks off, looks suspicious, check it out. That's what we're here to do. And, uh, and our officers are ready to do that. And so um, I think more than anything, it makes us proud. You know, it makes us proud that, that uh, this many people uh, trust our police department and our neighboring police departments to provide yeah. for safety to come out here because there are people that, that have concerns about large crowds. And um, the fact that they're here says that, that they trust in the public safety here in Kansas City. Captain, you've got uh, law enforcement uh, personnel on hand from lots of different agencies around the Kansas City metro how many agencies are pitching in here today? We've got over 30 agencies. Uh, over 30. Other cities, uh, state, obviously the Missouri Highway Patrol, Kansas Highway Patrol. Uh, we got several federal partners as well that are assisting us both um, here on the ground and then with, uh, with information and intelligence as well uh, to help support all the operations here. And these folks are stationed where? They're all up and down this parade route. They're all over the city. I mean, it's that kind of thing, They are. Right? They're all up and down the parade route. You may see, I just passed several from Kansas City, Kansas, as we were walking up here. So you may see uh, officers from neighboring police agencies. Um, that's part of that uh, MOU that was put in place several years ago that allows them, uh, us and them, to um, go on both sides of the state line for large-scale events such as this. Did laws have to be passed to they, allow that to happen? Correct. There was both Kansas and Missouri. There's a memorandum of understanding and um, some legislation that had to go through about that. Because lawmakers began to recognize that the Chiefs had a quarterback named Patrick Mahomes, and they better load up because there might be a lot of Super Bowl parades the next few years. Get ready. We're going to have several. So. Yeah, okay. Um, what, what should people know in terms of how to be safe at an event like this, uh, Captain? What, what might you recommend? Yeah, plan on, um, you know, walking a bit. You know, parking is, is going to be a challenge. We know that with this many people coming down here. Carpool down here. Plan on walking a bit. Travel light. Um, you know, the further you walk to get to your location, the easier it's going to be to get your car out later. Yeah. Uh, the further away you are. So, um, and then just be patient with everybody. We just I've been reminding people that all morning. Um, we're all trying to get to the same thing to see what's going on here. And um, we're, all, we're all on the same team here. So well, I was going to say, I get the impression from just walking around a little bit this morning that people are being patient. They're being pretty kind. People get it, right? Yes. Um, everybody knows this is uh, this, this area is not built to handle this many people on a normal day in and day out basis. And, and they understand. And everybody seems to be mostly understanding. And so we just ask for that from everybody. Well, I've got to ask you this question, and I'm sure you knew it was coming. Is Taylor Swift going to show up here today or not? What kind of intelligence does the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department have on the most important question of the day? I'm surprised you didn't ask that one first. That's <laughs> the most commonly asked question. I bet. Uh, we do not have any direct information one way or the other for sure. But I can say for sure that we are ready regardless. Um, I know there's a lot of people here that are uh, hopeful to get to see her. And um, there's some people will probably say they're here just for that reason. And um, we welcome that, too. And so everybody's welcome. And we, um, we, uh, we're ready for everybody to have a great and safe day. Captain, do you have any sense about the interstates and how well traffic is flowing at this hour? Again, we're an hour and a half away from this parade. 
What are you hearing about what's going on around the downtown here? Yeah, I uh, actually just was on the interstate. I was just on 670. It's it's kind of funny to get from that side of the street to this side of the street. You got to go on 670. Uh, so <laughs> you have to go around and, and come under and then get off on Broadway. And um, 670 was flowing pretty good. There was a, there was looked like a little fender bender there um, yeah. right under the overpass. Uh, but for the most part, uh, main travel uh, on 670 in the surrounding areas is, is the through travel is um, is doing well. Some of the exits, you know, are backing up a little bit with cars getting off. And you're talking about Grand Boulevard. This is the site of the parade today where we're sitting here. And what you're saying is folks can't cross from the west side to the east side of Grand. And why is that? Correct. Yeah. So the, the route obviously has to be secured to ensure there's not, you know, additional pedestrian traffic, um, unwanted vehicles or anything that would, would block the route. Uh, the primary reason for that is not what maybe you would think like the buses, but the primary reason for that is for emergency service to get to and from. Yeah. So if, you know, we're at 16th now, if somebody needs uh, EMS or ambulance, um, they've got the provisions for all of that. And, and the route needs to be, you know, secure and clear in order to make those those travels back and forth if needed. You know, the crowd where we're standing right now, it might be five or six people deep, even since our show began here. Are the biggest crowds this morning up at Union Station where the rally is going to be in a few hours? Yeah, the rally uh, area, as you know now, uh, it's separate. You can either go to the, the parade or you can go to the rally. So the rally location is filling up as fast as this is. And, and, and those folks will they'll have a front row seat or uh, several rows back seat to uh, all of the gathering and all of the celebration, and all of the players and them addressing the crowd. Um, but but the people along the route here are going to have a front row seat uh, or a couple people deep seat to the players as they as they walk down. And as you remember, you know, they got off the buses, they walked, they high five the crowd, all of that. So uh, I have I've run into several people that have said last year they went to the rally this year. They're going to the parade or vice versa. So yeah. it's uh, an amazing opportunity. And we're amazingly blessed that we can choose which way we want to consume this uh, from one year to the next. I'm visiting with Kansas City, Missouri Police Captain Jake Bikina. Jake, I've got to ask, you know, when you get a crowd this size, what worries you the most about a day like today? Yeah, you know, obviously, um, large crowds present the opportunity for someone who would want to do um, harm to a large number of we people. We saw something like that a few years ago when the car went careening down Grand, We right? did, yeah. And so uh, what we knew at the end of that was is that that person um, was not looking to do harm to a large number of people. But if they were, then this is a, it's, it's a big opportunity. And while that was taking place, we didn't know. And so we had to respond as though all the possible scenarios were, were playing out. And we're ready for that. Um, that's one of the things, you know, we learned from. Um, and we have uh, additional and new ways to stop a vehicle uh, that, that comes onto the route that's unauthorized. Um, and, and we learned that from, from that occurrence. Yeah. You know, when we get crowds this big uh, gathering in one place, it's going to inevitably happen that a child gets separated from mom or dad. If that happens, what should folks think about? Yeah, there are child reunification points all along the route. Um, check that on the map uh, on the parade website. They're notated on the map. Uh, suggest taking a screenshot of that map so that when you get down here in case the cell signal is not working great right. and you need to pull it up. Uh, if, if there is a child that gets lost, um, find a police officer, find a firefighter. They'll get you to those reunification points. If there's a parent who's lost a child, same thing. Um, we had uh, a couple dozen probably total uh, reunifications last year at the parade. Most of them took place within five or ten minutes of yeah. separation. Um, we know that, uh, you know, a child's probably not going to wander too far before they realize they're lost and a parent's not going to get too far 
before they realize they've lost a child, we, we hope. And um, the, uh, the reunifications, our, radio, our officers are in constant contact on the radio. So even if it's in a different section, they're able to relay you know, yeah. what they have. Um, and of course, uh, most of them are going to be uh, wearing red, uh, a jersey of some kind, probably number 15 on it. So that um, won't help a whole lot because so many people are yeah. wearing that same jersey. Yeah, one day, of the right? things uh, one of the things we suggest to people, maybe before they kind of get into the, the area here, um, if, if they can uh, put some identifying um, information with their child mm. on a note card, on Great a wristband, uh, on, written on the wrist, something like Here's that. Here's my cell phone number. Correct. Name, yeah. cell phone number, all of that. And then um, take a photograph of your child today. So mm-hmm. what they're wearing today, what, the, what their hair looks like today, all of that. And so if, if we're looking for a child and we're kind of passing the word around, if we have that photograph, we know exactly what we're looking for today, not like their school picture from last year or yeah. whatever. Just a final point, uh, Captain. How long ago did you guys and all the agencies involved begin planning this big day here? Yeah, so it kind of ramps up. There's like some, some casual discussions, you know, a couple months ago. And then uh, as the playoffs start, I mean, I'll tell you what, uh, Christmas – I think if you asked nine out of ten people, they would have said we might not even make the playoffs. Right. And so, there's based some, on that Christmas Day game against the yes, Raiders, nobody was thinking we all, that. We yeah. thought we were we were done for, and yeah. um, and yet here we are. And so, there's discussions that start to take place, and then we win one playoff game, we win a second playoff game, and they they really ramp up. And um, I really think it's probably more on the sports commission side because they have to arrange for a stage and for buses and all yeah. of these things. And so they probably have a lot of protocols in place before we do, but our part comes in. I don't want to say it's cut and paste because there are some changes that we made, but we've got the framework for it. And we're, we're again, I just can't say it enough. We're, we're yeah. so blessed and so lucky to have this team in this city uh, with, with these great fans that, that want to come out here and have a good time. And um, all we've got to do is just is, is show up and, and help um, help keep them safe. Well, that's Captain Jake Bikina from the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. Captain, really appreciate you taking time. Good luck today. And you know what's amazing? I'm sitting here. I'm actually getting warm. Mm-hmm. And a year ago, I was sitting with my, my teeth were chattering. It was so uncomfortable out here. Yeah. Whole different year this year. Absolutely. It took hours to warm up last year. And, uh, and I, can feel the, I can feel the sun on my face. Absolutely. It's, it's warm. Yeah. Okay. Time for a short break. We'll continue our live coverage here of the Chiefs Victory Parade. Uh, parade when we come back from a short break. I'm Steve Kraske, and you're listening to Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. We'll be right back. And yes, let's return to Up to Date. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. We're coming to you live this morning from the front porch of the record bar here at 15th and Grand. It's a beautiful day. So much excitement. People really pumped up. And speaking of two people who are really pumped up, I'm joined now by Cameron Jones. He's 12 years old. He's with the Raytown School District. That's where he's going to school. Avery Gray is nine years old. He goes to school in the Lee Summit School District. And they're both huge Chiefs fans. You know, Cameron, you've been to all three parades? Uh, no, just two. Just two. How does this parade compare to the one a year ago, do you think? Uh, it's warmer. Yeah. There's a lot more... Like, it's a funner. It's funner. It's really fun. What's yeah. ex- what's so exciting to you about this this day for you? How long have you been looking forward to this? Mm, I don't know. It's just like I'm glad a lot of people came together for the Chiefs and like myself. I'm a big Chiefs fan too. So yeah, who's your favorite player? Patrick Mahomes. Well, why not? And and, and Avery wants to give you a high five on that. Avery, who's your favorite player? Mahomes. Mahomes. Why is he your favorite player, Avery? 
is this, um, I don't really know he's a good athlete at everything to me. And he just a good, like, thrower. Uh, and I like throwers. You like throwers? Avery, how exciting is this day? How exciting is it for you to be down here today? I mean, it's, I love it down here. My first time down here. Uh, is it yeah, the I like it. Is it the most exciting day of your life? Yes. Is it better than Christmas? No. It's not better than Christmas? I mean, kind Come, of. It's kind of better than Christmas. I would think. Is it better than Christmas here, Cameron? No. Why, why not? Because. It's almost as good as that, isn't it? Yeah, it's almost. But today you're not getting any presents, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, okay. So you want to see Patrick Mahomes when he goes by. Yeah. Who else do you want to see, Cameron, as, as the buses go by with the players? Kelsey. Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco? Oh, yeah, Pacheco, yeah. Why do you like him so much? Because, like, so fast. Yeah, he's, like, really fast. And, like, he just inspires me. And he inspires you. Why? Because he's so, when he gets tackled, he bounces right back up so fast. Yep. But what do you make of that when he does that? Oh, like, never give up. Yeah, he's a hustler, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Avery, who else do you want to see? Kelsey, um, Pacheco. Pacheco. How about Chris Jones? Yeah, Chris Jones. He's bigger. Chris Jones is probably taller than the two of you guys put together. Do you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can I ask you a, a big question? Yeah. Do you want to see Taylor Swift? No. 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 What do you no. mean no? Avery, why do you say you're shaking? You're you're moving your hands back and forth like that's not going to work. Why not? It is almost every. They have to show Taylor Swift when somebody <laughs> makes a touchdown. Like, yeah. And Cameron, you do you want to see Taylor Swift? No. What isn't? But she's such a big star. I know it. Yeah, but like, I feel like she just do too much. Travis yeah. Kelsey is focused on her more now. Like before, exactly. Travis Kelsey was better, but now. Oh, do you think he's he focused on her? Cameron, yeah. you think he's focused on her too much right now? Yes. Yeah. And Avery, you think so too? He's a little distracted, eh? Yeah. I don't blame him for being so distracted. So yeah, okay. Well, I want to thank Cameron Jones, 12 years old, and Avery Gray, nine years old, for taking a day that, describing a day that's not quite as exciting as Christmas, but almost, right? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for taking some time with us, guys. I sure appreciate it. Welcome. Have fun out there today, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. We'll see you later. Again, we're coming to you live here this morning from 15th and Grand. The site of this big Super Bowl parade that'll be unfolding here in about an hour and 15 minutes coming right down Grand. I'm joined now by two of my KCUR colleagues, Salisa Kalakal and Zach Perez. Thanks for coming by. And Zach, I'm wondering, what are you seeing out there? How much excitement is building out in Chiefs Kingdom right now here along this parade route? There is so much excitement building. Uh, it's getting very crowded. I uh, parked up over on 11th Street and walked uh, from beyond East Village uh, westward trying to get to the parade route. And especially around Power and Light, I mean, you're having to, you know, pause for five minutes at a time just so people can get by. There's so many people out here right now. Well, I've been saying this all morning, but even in the hour we've been here, the, the stack of people in front of us right along Grand has built up from two or three deep to what looks like four or five deep. I think it's going to get even deeper than that in the next little bit. Salisa, so what are you picking up from being out in the crowd here today? 
Uh, mainly people, like Zach said, are really excited. There's tons of people here. I got down here about 6 a.m. And I was here last year, too, around that same time. And even at 6, there were more people lining up along Grand Boulevard than last year. People are really excited. I think the weather is bringing more people out. It's not as cold as it was last year. Um, and people are just pumped to see their favorite players. They really feel like, you know, the Chiefs are a dynasty now. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to have said this is their first parade. And no they just feel like the time is right. Yeah. And perhaps, comma, they might see Taylor Swift, right? Also, yes, there's some anticipation, mystery, excitement around if she'll come or not. Some people I've talked to are like, ah, she's not going to be here. But some people, <laughs> they really hope they they really hope to see her on that bus. I have ran, run into a couple of people that have told me that they are specifically here just on the off chance that she shows up in the parade. Nice. I was going to say, Zach, this is a day when a lot of folks are wearing Chiefs red. If you happen to be in the business of selling jackets and T-shirts, this is your crowd because everybody here has got something on that looks like it's official Chiefs apparel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, independent vent vendors. Even just, as I said, walking by Power and Light, it's so packed. One of the most crowded places is the Rally House. It's open. It's pretty much standing room only in there right really? now. People really? are, I think I believe they're selling some limited uh, parade stuff. Nice. But, yeah, very, very uh, popular day for sellers. Well, Salisa, it's not lost on me that as we talk here today, we're looking across the street at some of the small businesses at 15th and Grand. All of these, I think, would sort of disappear if that new ballpark that you've been writing about is built on this property. What do you make of it? What kind of response are you think are, are you hearing from small business owners? Some of them very concerned about what this new stadium would mean for them. Yeah, that's right, Steve. There are a lot of businesses that are basically in the development of the uh, the Royals' new baseball stadium here. A lot of them are really concerned. They don't want to lose their business. There's a um, a liquor wine store literally right across the street from the K Kansas City Star printing press. Uh, they're very worried about their business. The Royals have said that they're currently talking with property owners, but of course, uh, you know, not every business owner owns the property that their business is in. And so there's question of what's going to happen with them. Are they going to be relocated? Um, I think a lot of people in the Crossroads community are worried about what a sports stadium will mean for the kind of like arts vibe, local vibe that they've worked hard to curate over the years. So there's there's a lot of concern about the future of uh, this district. Well, I think Mayor Lucas made a little bit of news this morning sitting here right next to me. He pointed out that he'd, he'd like to see the footprint of the new stadium and the offices for the Royals maybe shrink a little bit. He thinks it's a little too big. And as we're sitting here, Again, this entire block would sort of go away all the way over to the Star Printing Press. Right. We can see the top of it just over uh, a cocktail lounge in front of me. And it would go all the way to the south, almost to the old Kansas City Star building. Yeah. It would take out the Church of the Resurrection property and other properties as well. So the footprint is a lot bigger than just the Printing Press building. It's fairly sizable here. Yeah, it's large. Uh, the Royals said yesterday it's about uh, 18 acres. And so that includes the stadium. Yep, 18 acres. It includes the stadium. It includes a, a new hotel, uh, office building, uh, residential building, an entertainment venue, uh, a bridge to connect the stadium to power and light through that new uh, park they're going to build on top of 670. So it's it's pretty big and, you know, bigger than I thought it would be just covering this uh, for months. And the Royals want to see that new lid over 670, the park that you just referred to. They want to see it 
a little wider than what's been originally planned, right? Yes, they want to see it a little wider. They actually, the way they talk about it, it sounds like they're almost hinging their project to this cap. They say that their project is going to be a catalyst for the 670 loop. What they're proposing, it would kind of widen that part, which would also mean, you know, possibly it becoming even more expensive than it already yeah. is. Right now, the budget is, I think, $200 million. Uh, but, you know, if it gets bigger, that could get more expensive. The Royals development, it's about $2 billion uh, in investment. They say it's the it's going to be the largest public-private partnership that Kansas City and Jackson County has ever seen. Just amazing. Huge, huge. Again, what Salisa is referring to is this new park over 670. It would be, what, lots of trees, lots of uh, vegetation. Yep. It would really sort of transform the image of that part of our downtown. And the Royals want to see it broadened and even bring a bri uh, some kind of bridge over it or into it. And it'd be a very dramatic kind of thing, I think. It would look really dramatic. I mean, it would, right now, when you look uh, past Truman Road towards Power and Light, all you see is the highway. But if you build a park over it, you know, their goal is not to remove the highway, but build a park on top of it. I believe they did something similar in Dallas. And basically just create an urban park for people to enjoy, put local businesses there. Obviously, the Power and Light apartment buildings are right there, too. So that would be an amenity for them. And uh, I believe the goal is to connect all of the entertainment districts downtown. So make it so that it's easier to get from the crossroads to the baseball stadium to T-Mobile Center to Power and Light, yeah. all through this urban park. You know, Zach, going back to this parade today, again, if you come across any incidents, any problems with the crowd, Captain Bikina from the KCPD saying he's not aware of anything. Have you seen anything? I think the main thing is just how big the crowd is compared to last year. I think just even being here from since 7 this morning, it feels bigger, and I think there's just a lot more traffic. So trying to get up and down Grand uh, to the crossing points before the, par the parade starts, uh, it takes uh, quite a long time. So I think some people aren't necessarily losing each other, but it's just taking a lot more time for them to get together, and some people are maybe a little worried they're not going to be in their desired spot by the time the parade starts. When again, we're down to a single-file passageway just off the front porch here of the record bar where we're coming to you from. It's getting tighter and tighter just during the time we've spent here, so it's really a different deal. Absolutely. I want to thank Zach Perez, Salisa Calaco from KCUR, giving us their rundown of what they're seeing out here. Thank you both very much. Thanks thank for having you. us. Again, we're coming to you live this morning from the site of the Chiefs Victory Parade. Uh, Captain Jake Bikina saying as many as a million people are expected to be somewhere along this route. It's about uh, maybe a mile or two up and down Grand here. Uh, the, the length of this route and just an amazing crowd, even bigger than what we saw last year. This obviously, obviously for the Chiefs, third Super Bowl win going back just five years here. Um, I want to uh, now welcome to the show uh, Sean Sherrill. He's co-owner of the Record Bar, and he's been offering us his hospitality here today. And, Sean, good to have you here. What an incredible day. Yeah, what a great day. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say uh, super honored just to be on the show with you, Steve. Oh, uh, Long-time listener, first-time guest. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. So. How did you gear up for a day like today when you have so many people walking up and, up and down in front of your establishment? You got to be geared up for a whole lot of action later on. Yeah, we are. We, uh, you know, we're we're in a lucky spot. Uh, maybe some rarefied air. I don't know how many business owners get to say they've had three per Super Bowl parades right in front of their front door in the last, you know, five years. So yeah. um, it's a lot of prep. You know, it's kind of like planning a wedding in forty-eight hours. You know, you yeah. got to have everything ready to go, um, just in case. And you know, it, 
We had the experience of last year, so you probably know what's coming down the pike here, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, how how many people do you have working today? Well, you know, we have a, we have a full staff on. Uh, it's a little different this year. We have the owners of the building kind of have the whole thing as their private party. Oh, wow. uh, in the past, we have had some private groups as well as being open to the public, and that's that's the wild card there because you never know how many people are going to come in or versus stand outside. So you're you're kind of all hands on deck either way, but it's pretty mellow in there right now. You know, I think the, the staff would like to see a little more excitement. Like you know, but. did you have a hard time getting down here this morning? Uh, no, not too bad. We you know we always have a contingency plan. What we do is we're lucky enough to have a friend who has off street parking just down the uh, down the block. So we do some car rearranging the day before and carpool from my house in Westport. And you know we kind of know the back ways or least crowded ways. So yeah. we, we got down here pretty easy. We didn't get down to about uh, seven forty five and. Smooth sailing, really. Well, Sean, describe for me what it was like last year when the public was allowed into the record bar. How chaotic did it get uh, during the parade and then afterwards? Uh, you know, it, it, chaotic is, is a good word, but but happy chaos is you yeah. know is a good way to describe it. Everybody's in a good mood. Uh, everybody's celebrating. It was a lot busier. The energy was a little higher. Um, you know, it it um, this is also fun. You know, but but. It's just a little, it's a little more uh, relaxed, which is okay. You know, we, we get plenty of big energy in the room from time to time. Um, you know, uh, we've got a show in the room tonight, a, a national touring band. So, we, you know, we'll be back to business as usual about wow. as soon as we can get the confetti blown off the streets and the, <laughs> the barricades lifted. Well, it's just, you know, it, it's hard to imagine just how many people are down here and what this is leading to. It makes me think that this has got to be something of a holiday in Kansas City. No one can be working today because they're all down here. Right. And there aren't enough people left to do yeah. their regular jobs because everybody's here Schools today. Schools are out. And Schools are out. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite part of, of a parade like this for the city? Um, well, you know, I, I, I like that the Chiefs have made us a, a, a real nice Wednesday afternoon party that's almost uh, an annual thing now, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see the city come together and, and you know, the energy is good. And, you know, is it a little bit of a pain in the butt? getting ready and do they make it a little bit hard on us on you know monday and tuesday night with the road closings yeah but you know i'd rather it be this way than not so as you were watching the game on sunday did you think the chiefs were going to pull it out well you know that first uh, half was rough man as a long time chiefs fan i've i've learned that you know without hope there can be no disappointment uh-huh. but uh i i tell you it was it was a little grim there at halftime you know mm -hmm. i i was i was thinking i was going to have an easier week maybe yeah um but you know no surprise second half came through like they always do and uh, like they're known to do yeah yeah uh, so i can't help but wonder what do you think of this uh proposed downtown baseball stadium that'll be right across the street from the record bar what does this do to your plans well you know i i want to stay positive about it i don't I don't think it's going to be very easy for the people around here, even the ones you know that, that aren't getting demolished their buildings and their businesses mm -hmm. taken away. Um, you know, I think there's better choices. I think it's unfortunate that they tied the not to get too deep into this, but yeah. that they tied that sales tax, which we're all happy paying to keep the Royals and the Chiefs happy. I think they sort of tied that into approving this spot, and I think that's unfortunate. I'd like to have more than more than the choice of voting yes to this location or no to the Royal staying in Jackson County. Right. So I gather you're not wild about this choice. Uh, you know, I don't, I think it's going to be real rough, if not impossible for us to stay open. If that happens, I know a lot of my friends have no choice in the matter. They'll be closed regardless. Now people might think, why are you talking about closing when you're going to have a new ballpark right across the street? But you were telling me before the show that the construction 
that'll take place for so many years. Yeah. It could be really tough. For I don't, the you know, I don't see, just imagine, you know, what the streetcar did to main street and imagine that times of a baseball arena in across the street from you for, you know, they say 2028, that seems optimistic to me, but right. that's still, you know, almost four years of probably road closings and construction and traffic and, you know, well, that's uh, Sean Sherrill. He's co-owner of the Record Bar. Sure appreciate your hospitality today, Sean. And Likewise, thanks for having us here. You guys are always here. welcome here. Thanks. You bet. Okay, we have one final uh, fan here, excited fan, Tanya Garcia, lifelong Chiefs fan. Uh, she moved two months ago to Kansas City. Welcome to town. So good to have you here. Thank you. What caused you to move to Kansas City? Um, just to uh, relocate and get a new start on life. On life, yeah. What do you make of the city you've uh, adopted now as your new hometown? Can you believe what you're seeing here? I'm I'm super excited. I'm stoked. Yeah. Yes. Describe the atmosphere for us. What's it like here today? Um, it's vibrant. It's it's loud. It's just the colors are amazing. Yeah. The people just just to see the fans and how big they you know there is of them and it's just it's wonderful. Yeah. I bet you didn't expect this when you first moved into town, right? No, I've only seen it on TV. So. Yeah. Where'd you move from? Arkansas. And what do you make of the impact that Chiefs have on Kansas City and the, the metro area here? How would you describe it being a newcomer to the area? It's phenomenal. There's, um, it's, it's like they're a pack, you know. It's mm -hmm. um, all about Chiefs, even on the Kansas side. It's, yeah. you know, it's all together. I know my brother's a lifelong fan as well, and he's in Arkansas. So, you know, it's any, I've been around the whole United States on the East Coast this year, and it's Chiefs fans everywhere. Really? Yes. Some people say the Chiefs have become America's team. Yes. It sounds like you're saying you buy that idea. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Uh, um, what are you going to do? Where are you going to be today along the parade? Where are you going to be? Well, I'm uh, actually uh, vending. I'm selling T-shirts. Are you? Um, uh, flags and uh, pins for your shirt. Uh, but other than that, I'm going to be right over here set up. Um, so I got to ask, how's business? It's It's going. It's going. There's yeah. a lot of uh, competition out here. so. Is there a lot of people selling T-shirts? Absolutely, and flags. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone who's walking by has got something red on. It really is remarkable what's happening here. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to get them to buy something new because they've already got their attire on that they want to wear. Oh, I see. How long are you to be open today? Um, uh, until, the, until the parade starts. So the parade, and then yep. you're going to lock up yep. and come watch the parade? Yes, absolutely. Do you think Taylor Swift's going to be here? I think there might be a 10% chance she's going to be a here. 10% chance. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to leave it there. That's uh, Tanya Garcia. Just moved to Kansas City from Arkansas. She's a lifelong Chiefs fan. You think we'll be here a year from now doing it all over again? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why not. It feels that way, doesn't it? Does. It yeah. It just gives me the chills thinking yeah. about it. Tanya, thanks for taking some time. Much Thank appreciated. You. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. You've been listening to Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. We've come to you live here from Grand Boulevard, 15th and Grand, the site of this year's Chief, Chiefs Victory Parade. People are really stoked, folks. This is uh, as much energy, as much excitement as I've ever been around. It's exceeding what was going on last year, maybe because it's so much warmer here, and uh, it's just going to be a great day. I'm Steve Kraske. You're listening to Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. Watch the Chiefs on the parade on TV, and we'll see you tomorrow. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.